You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Welcome to Growlix Nights, the Growlix Podcast live show. I'm Randy. I'm Melanie. I'm Jesse. Potato party, says Paul, right off the bat. We're potato party! I don't yeah. understand it, but I will accept a potato party. Yeah. Who, who would I'm like excited about potato party. Is that a pot- I don't know why. Yeah. Is that a party where like all the snacks are potato-based? So you got potato chips, of course. You got poutine. I want some poutine. Ooh. Invite me. I'm I'm there. I'll go to I'm a wear a mask. I'm like, gonna mash potatoes into my mask. Sounds like Carb City. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be in a coma. It's gonna yeah. be great. I'm gonna die, but I'm going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, instantly, the first words out of our mouths <laughs> after introduction introducing ourselves is us letting Paul derail us 100. <laughs> <laughs> percent He's got like a magic ability. <laughs> um. Hi, what's going on, everybody? So here's what's on the agenda. Uh, it's we're we're doing the monster of the week still. We're doing the monster of the week, and uh, tonight's monster, puppets or dolls. It was only a matter of time before we got to puppets. It really is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my god, you're right. I'm on uh, brand. Not, not our brand, but I'm on brand. A puppet master shirt. He is the puppet master. And then, of course, we also have, as we usually do, um, entertainment news. <laughs> Movie yeah. news. What? What? You're like, no, it's just entertainment news. Like, hmm, is it? Is it? Very really sure about news? it. <laughs> I don't know that it's entertaining, and it. I don't know that it, any of it's newsworthy. But we're going to talk about it. Okay. Um. <laughs> also, thank you. Thank you for watching our live stream as opposed to those two old yo like weirdos that are going to just yell at each other tonight. We're not going to mute our mics unless we want to. Right, right. <laughs> We're in control of our own mute buttons. Uh <laughs> I I mashed potatoes, fried potatoes, baked potatoes, many ways to cook a potatoes, anything except for a sweet potato. I'm not a fan. That's not a potato, that's a yam. Good, misleadingly named. Um, <laughs> it is I, sweet though, and it is shaped like a potato. On Twitter, I had tweeted a while ago. I was like, "Hey, we're streaming at eight eight p.m. Central tonight. We're gonna talk about puppet horror movies. I suppose you could watch that other puppet horror show, but ours will be way more entertaining." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, political uh, puppets. Political puppets. <sighs> there's our talk. There's our politics talk. Unless I wanted to cover this. St- unless we wanted to cover the story about Borat two and Rudy Giuliani. No, no. Everyone no. else is doing that story. We don't need to. Okay, I'm good. I didn't hear about it, and I don't think I want to. So I'm gonna say, yeah, no. Not much to it. Um, it's like a reverse puppet. It is. <laughs> How so? <laughs> There's a hand, a hand going somewhere. 
Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> let's just jump into it. Uh, first off, chat. Um, maybe I'll wait to address chat. Chat till there's more chat. <laughs> See, we're actually almost on time. Uh -huh. so, so our audience isn't here yet. Yeah. <laughs> neither, neither us nor the audience knows what to do. No. Yeah. And by almost on time, it, we weren't going at eight still, but we we're closer than usual. Yeah. Yeah. You're like five minutes late as opposed to our requisite 30 to 40 minutes late. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, so let's talk about puppets. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, are we, we going to do what we watched or do we skip that tonight? Oh, no, I forgot. I see. I'm off my game. Like, no, it's cool. Help. Yeah. <laughs> what did we watch? <laughs> uh, what did, have we watched? What have you guys watched? Did you think good? Other than what we're going to talk about. The main thing, and I think I watched it last week, actually, was um, The New Invisible Man, because it's on oh. HBO Max, and I liked it. Um, yeah. It it nodded at the original, like the original tale, but mm -hmm. uh, just nods, you know, like it, it took its own direction, and I liked that. It's pretty good. Oh, Paul, I'm glad you said something. Um, Invisible Man. Yeah, I've, I've heard good things not like glowing things but i've heard good right. things about it i still haven't watched it but um i mean it's not like with something like the invisible man the original invisible man movie that's kind of the tale that most people know isn't even accurate to the invisible man book it's it's kind of right. a combination of the Invis invisible man and the invisible murderer or something like that um but i'm okay with messing with the invisible man uh, oh yeah storyline i was i remember we talked about the tr first trailer or something when it was announced um and i think i was baffled by the concept because it's still a weird take on it mm -hmm. but I don't, it is I don't, it's definitely weird but yeah yeah i don't think there's anything wrong with doing an interesting uh, unusual take on one of those older monster movies i mean it's like what we, we more so Frankenstein than vampires, but like when we talk about Frankenstein, I think yeah. everything we watched was a vastly out there version of the Frankenstein story. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see anything wrong with an invisible man. Really can't. Um, anything else? I mean, that's the main thing that I've been watching. Um, other than that, like Star Trek Discovery started back up. So season three is up and I watched the first episode of that is it I, i'm not a star trek guy so i don't know i've heard what's your take well, on if i the, say anything about it someone like somebody's gonna get mad um i think it's good i think it's really pretty on brand with the original mm -hmm. i mean i feel like it's a throwback honestly We've, i feel like it's a throwback to star trek proper as opposed to like picard i really liked but it didn't feel as much like star trek it felt like space violence which is which is awesome but space <laughs> violence yeah space violence let's fight and let's infiltrate and let's do all the uh, running and things that someone as old as as patrick stewart really can't do but that yeah. seems weird for a a, a, a picard based uh, show right right i mean there's a lot of like talking and political intrigue and and character development and stuff but there's also like a lot of like moving 
mm-hmm. felt like very Doctor Who, uh, which which is ironic because there's a lot of Doctor Who elements to Discovery, but like like always running, mm-hmm. we're running, 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 dodging laser beams and stuff. Yeah, I I do remember. Yeah, no, I do remember. We've got your t- take on Discovery before because of the space fungus. I remember you talking about that. Yeah, or whatever it is. Okay. Yeah, a lot okay. of science and yeah, it's cool. I like it. Uh, Paul said Picard felt more Star Warsy. Yes, yeah, that too. The complaint I remember they actually hearing. go to a planet in costumes. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> like they go to a planet and go to a bar in costumes, and I'm like, this is the most Star Wars thing I've ever seen. Um, Paul had said Bly Manor is amazing, so I'm gonna jump on that. Uh, Melanie, Melanie, and I are not through. Uh, Haunting of Bly Manor, which is basically the sequel series to Haunting of uh, Hill House or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how far, like what percentage of the way we're through the season, but we're, what would you say, Melanie? Five episodes? Yeah, five, five, episodes? five, about five. That sounds right. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. It's very different than the last season, which, you know, it's a different story. So that's appropriate. Mm-hmm. It feels a lot smaller scale in that, like, there's only, I, I guess, including the children, like four, five main characters, it seems like, or like five key characters. And they're all not, they're not all the focus. Whereas the last season, Hill House felt like an ensemble cast mm-hmm. type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul says, so, oh, so we're about halfway through. Okay. Okay, okay cool. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying it. What mm-hmm. do you think, Melanie? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's okay. I, I'm still waiting for more. I mean, some, I know mm-hmm. more is going to happen and I mean, there's stuff has happened already, but there's obviously much more going on that we're not aware of yet, you know? So I'm waiting to see what happens. It's, it's kind of depressing because it's clearly, man, it's, uh, and of course both shows, yeah, it's, there's ghosty stuff, but it's, it's about death and emotional baggage is what I've gathered so far. That is what it's about. Death yeah. and people trying to deal with death. And that it, it can be, it's, it's heavy. It's a heavy topic, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Paul says Bly isn't as horrific, but it tells an awesome tale. Yeah, it's definitely less. There's some creepy moments, but it's less creepy, I feel uh-huh. like, than the last season. Uh, I don't think there's anything else really that I, that I watched at all. Did you watch anything else? I, f- I feel like I did. N- not any TV shows. Hold on. Let me check. I haven't watched... Oh, somebody gave it one and a half stars. I haven't watched The New Witches yet. I, I, I should have, though. I should have crammed the new HBO max, which is so I could like do a follow-up since I talked about, was it last week already? Yeah. We did. What was it? Oh, two weeks, two weeks, because last week was what was last week, Witches? I don't know. No, last week was pod people. It was the week before. Uh, Uh, Okay. Weeks are all blending together. I have watched something, but I'm not going to talk about it much because of a reason i watched revenge of the nerds the you know the original movie <laughs> mm-hmm. and if you I went want that to... religiously for a long time really yeah that was one of my you know there are certain movies that just played on a rotation and that right. was one of them 
you should revisit it in the modern age. It's it's interesting. Oh man, yeah. There's a lot of stuff <laughs> they would not get away with at all. A lot of stuff. No, yeah. A lot of stuff. And entire characters they wouldn't get away with. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to hear more of my thoughts on it, um, I was on. I will be on uh, the Movie Guys podcast, which oh. releases tomorrow. If you're watching this live. Um, Friday, this last Friday, if you're listening to this on audio replay, um, which you'll be able to hear at the electronic media collective.com. I'm not sure their website offhand, but it's the movie guys podcast. So revenge of the nerds. I talked to, I talked to them about that and it was, a, it was a fun conversation. I think that's literally almost the only, that's really the only thing I've watched other than Bly and what we'll talk about here shortly. So it's and shortly let's talk about it. How we getting are we getting into it then? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. And also chat, since there are a few of you. Hi, welcome. Uh let's hear your favorite or least favorite or puppet slash doll horror movies in, in the chat. Hit us up. I'll start this week. Okay. So I, I watch I watched a movie that I'd never heard of before. I've never heard called, of this one either. Right. It's called Magic. Just Magic. It's from 1978. It's directed by Sir or Lord Richard Attenborough. I'm sure he spared no expense, and starred or stars. My tenses mm-hmm. are all mixed up. Sir Anthony Hopkins. Ooh. This is a classy movie. It's a good yeah. one to watch at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rolex <laughs> nights. Yes. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> um I'm gonna have to do I'm there's no the movie db.org does not have the pictures of this so i'm gonna have to google real quick so i can pull up some images um we find a good one right off the top where'd it go where'd it go all right so magic let me get this picture boom anthony hopkins he plays a ventriloquist he looks excited about it <laughs> any relation to david attenborough isn't that the name i said He's almost oh, Richard Who's David Attenborough? I don't know who that is. Yes, they're cousins. This is not the right page. That's my letterbox. <laughs> <laughs> it's my old, outdated favorite movies list. All right, so where did uh, so a ventriloquist is at the mercy of his vicious dummy while he tries to renew a romance with his new with his high school sweetheart. Okay, so this is, uh, this was on a, a list, some lists. It was on a few lists for puppet or doll movies, and it jumped out to me because I, I was like, "What? I've never heard of this." And uh, I wonder if you could find it in a dollar bin. Uh, yes, it's on HBO Max. Not, I don't know why <laughs> a random jab at HBO Max. It is on HBO <laughs> Max, though. That is another reason I, I seen. Oh my god, my computer's attacking me. I seen uh found this on the list. I was like, what's this? I'm gonna look up more information. Oh, it's on HBO Max. Okay. Which surprised me because it's 
a random obscure movie from 1978. Like why? Why is it there? Eh. Um, without getting too spoilery, I guess. Basic. Okay, this is slightly spoilery. So partway through, I was like, I know exactly what this movie is. It's Psycho, except the mother is the ventriloquist dummy, and Norman Bates is not the owner of the lodge. He's the lodger or whatever. That's mm-hmm. basically this movie. Mm-hmm. He is a very like he plays a very kind of so he he's he's a ventriloquist uh comedian on the rise and he's got mm-hmm. an agent. Um with eyes like those. He's looks a little he looks the part. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's the thing. I get I guess I get it, but like the whole time when they're setting up like him becoming famous and he's been on Carson, like I, I appreciate the way they do it, but you don't really you see him do his act once. Otherwise, you don't really see any of this like fame stuff. It's just him and the agent talking about it, which is an easy, cheap way to like establish all this without having to spend the time actually doing it or go to these extra sets or try to get celebrity casting in there for Carson or whatever. Um, but the whole time I'm like, he's a ventriloquist whose shtick is that he's a bad magician because he can't make magic. <laughs> he wasn't a good magician because he has no charisma. Uh, so the whole thing is like, he's got no charm. It's all the, the puppet. Like that's how he, that's when he apparently at some point adopted this like puppet shtick is when he started to rise just and like in pretty, the real world. He's a, and the whole the whole thing is like he is afraid of success, it seems, because he's pretty much like he's about made it. He's done Carson a few times. Uh for people who don't know, Johnny Carson was, you know, David Letterman, like that. Only you now I need to explain who David Letterman is because he's irrelevant. Anyway, <laughs> like the bearded guy on Netflix. Even sometimes. Colbert, but Colbert, but Less goofy. political. I don't know. Maybe less goofy, but yeah, also less political. Anyway, we we digress. Yeah. Um, Tonight's show is not about the Tonight Show. So, so, okay, anyway, long story short, he wigs, he runs off, he goes to his old hometown, he doesn't have any family there, he ends up staying at this, like, renting this cabin for, like, renting out this cabin from basically a lady is who is... We all know who Carson is. Yeah, I know. Um, our audience is not young, but yeah. you got to clarify sometimes, I guess. Don't sidetrack me on this. I spent too much time on this. <laughs> Whatever. And there's like a love triangle. Here's my issue. Like, because if you watch the trailer, the trailer builds it as like, like a twisted love story. But the love story is so weird. And it's it's basically your simple cookie cutter. Like, this guy shows up. He had a crush on her when they were in high school. She's in a, a like her marriage isn't great. Her husband's always gone type thing. And they having a little affair thing. But my problem is, I guess maybe she's super desperate or something because he is a nutbag. And it's Anthony, it's Anthony Hopkins. He's great in this, by the way. Like, I think that that's the best part of this is he's amazing because he is so tense. He, he, he on a dime will flip from like, you know, he's very like kind of neurotic, but shy and, and timid. And he will just get insanely tense and sweaty and shouting out of nowhere. And I'm like, 
what's what's the appeal? Like, why is she? He's there for a day, and she's like ready to leave her husband. I think maybe that's it, though. I think maybe she was just ready to get out the door. It didn't matter. She's like the next mm-hmm. guy that comes down my lane with wow. a puppet. With a puppet. <laughs> like very charming Man, i really didn't think that would happen <laughs> well i gotta do it she had a lot of string okay anyway uh <laughs> well and then like people die so there's murder like i said <laughs> there is murder there's murder because he is a full-on nutbag it, i'm gonna spoil things i'm sorry uh it's not supernatural at all it is him but like I said, it's very much like Psycho to where it he has the identity issue of he's, he, he doesn't seem to realize that they're not the same person, him and the puppet. Um, and there's one scene, there's, there's not very many murders in the movie, but there's one where it it's like, oh, wait, did the puppet actually just kill this dude? <laughs> and I kind of appreciate how it's done. It's like, n- no. But it's shot in a way to where it seems like the puppet straight up knifes a guy. But I think it, <laughs> but it was Anthony Hopkins that was hiding behind the puppet. But then, of course, Anthony Hopkins like reveals himself from behind the puppet. It's like, what did you do? It's like, really? You're actually like, <laughs> you got the puppet up there. And you're like, eh. <laughs> I told you no. Uh, somebody gets You said we were going to talk to him. <laughs> somebody gets beat to death with the puppet so that's something mm-hmm. okay i've spent too much time on it it's not bad i think i gave it three stars on letterboxd um because it's pretty good anthony Hop- hopkins is good in, in 1978 maybe it what didn't seem as tropey but it just seemed very kind of tropey the story wise the story itself I, mean, I was all of a newborn so i was sold <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> you had me at creepy puppet the fact that i was born the same year as this movie coincidence i think not how are puppets how are puppets specifically like ventriloquist dummies like this not creepy to everybody because it plays it off like people like this puppet the the she at one point the lady's like oh he's cute no he's not he's horrifying look at him right um well what's his name uh jeff um oh his name's totally gonna Escape my purview because he's not my favorite puppeteer. Shots fired. Is he the slightly Jeff Durham? Yeah, the um, slightly uh, racist. Like everybody likes his guy. puppet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. That's why he's not my favorite. Um, oh, oh, oh yeah. Um, people like his puppets. Granted, right. I still think they're creepy. Yeah, and they are creepy. But some of I don't know. The only the super stereotype typical. Pepper on a stick or whatever it is, one is the only one that I can pop I can think of. And that's he's very cartoony in a way. Yeah. So I kind of get it, but um that thing is terrifying. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I do appreciate that the last scene, you know the climax of the movie's coming and it's not it's things are gonna go bad because when he's finally decided he's gonna try to put the puppet away and go run off with this lady. Why can't I quit you? Him and the him and the dummy are wearing the same sweater, <laughs> the like exact same dummy? outfit. I'm like, you intentionally dressed yourself and the dummy in the same outfit, <laughs> and then and then that's the day you're gonna put them away. I don't think you. Owe. I don't think so. I don't think so. 
Um, in 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 Soviet Russia, puppet puts you away. <laughs> uh, if you like Anthony Hop Hopkins, though, it's good. Yeah, it's worth a watch because he's pretty great. It's it's pure. Well, there it is. <laughs> intense. Yeah. Fairly young. <laughs> Fairly young. Like he doesn't look it there. <laughs> but he was. Is that dude a, ever young? He's quite a bit thinner. Mm. And it's also like I like how they do the. God, that puppet's head is huge, man. It's big. <laughs> it's. But and I like that the puppet's voice is it's clearly his voice, which is really weird. Mm. But yeah. they did it pretty well to sometimes he makes like he's doing the thing. Yeah. But most of the time he's not, you know, it's clearly yeah. just like overdubbed or whatever. But yeah. eh, whatever. Magic. All right. It's been too long on a movie nobody cares about. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even right. know it existed, but right. Kind of curious now. Go watch okay. it. I didn't totally spoil it. I I will go and I will do the Child's Play remake or reboot. Child's Play reboot. Right. Yeah, you watched that. Yes. Uh, that's what I watched. It was um, last year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it came out last year. And it's different. It's very different. I liked it, though. Uh, I'd say it's okay. It's It's less goofy and cheesy and more plausible but it's still like poking fun at itself and the, the and the whole thing too but you everybody already knows child's play i'm sure so i don't really have to explain what it's about i'll just say that there is no possession that occurs mm. it's a different right. it's a different setup uh for why and these dolls are like Google Home dolls. So uh, they can connect to your TV and your lights and your... Well, that is a little bit more terrifying. Everything. More supernaturally. Yeah. That is a good update on, mm -hmm. on the idea. I it's, agree. It's weird that they would go with such a drastic change, but that's... Oh, and if you're going to change it, that's a good way to go with it. It's great, too, because it, throughout the movie, like everybody is on a phone or an iPad or a something like the entire time, too. Um, so it really, you know, it, it is definitely made for today <laughs> and yeah. I, and so I liked it. I, I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, it's got, what's that chick's name from, from Legion. Oh yeah. Audrey Plaza. It's got Audrey Plaza in it and I love her. She's crazy and great. Um, but in this movie, she's a bad mom. <laughs> she's a bad mom. <laughs> and I mean, it's, it, you know, that's, part of it and i think that's supposed to be part of the humor too but there's some there's this one just some, one little part i'm gonna tell and it's in the beginning so it doesn't matter but they just moved they just moved here and she says to her kid look there's some kids standing on the corner in the rain that looks like fun go make friends <laughs> it's like the middle of the night in the rain in the, in the dark and there it's like the, a city and there's just these two two kids like huddled together in the corner. It looks like, I don't know, maybe they're making a drug deal. I don't know. Probably not, <laughs> but they could have been. And she's like, go outside and play with them. <laughs> Make friends. And I'm like, that's, that's interesting. But yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you know, I do know she was kind of nervous about doing this movie because it, I think it's her first mom role. Yeah. And that's for a lot of actresses. That's when they get into the mom roles. Mm -hmm. sometimes get stuck there. 
the age thing, obviously. Turner, yeah. what's going on? Well, they did make a point to say that she was a young mom, though. Like, <laughs> she, she said, I think she said, uh, they were like, your son? And she's like, yeah. She's like, I had a very, what did she call it? I had a very productive sweet 16 or something like that. I don't know. So. Oh, oh my God. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I wonder if Mark Hamill did any like mocap for this because it's like they purposely made Chucky look a little bit like Mark Hamill. <laughs> I could be wrong. You think so? Yeah. I, I, I hadn't He's got a twinkle of, of Mark Hamill to the face. He's definitely. There. Can I, can I spoil one more thing? I'm sorry. Okay. I spoil one more thing in, in, in the movie. There's other ones, you know, other versions of of it so there's like oh. a blonde one and a whatever and there's one that's a bear and i'm like oh my god yeah a little <laughs> a little walking talking oh my boy. god can you imagine a build-a-bear nightmare like it these are like robots too because it's not like just a doll that sits there it can walk around so it's like a little robot so that's different too i know so a, a, a big thing with this movie, and I don't know enough of the specifics to really say much about it, but I know this movie in a way is kind of an FU, not necessarily intentionally for that purpose, but it is kind of an FU to the creators of the original because they still like the guy that kind of the main guy that still spearheads the curse of Chucky and the cult of Chucky, like, that is still its own series and they still have the rights to that. And he plans to continue that separate of this. And this is totally like the movie studio is like, well, we have the rights to the buddy doll and this and that, and this and to child's play, not to Chucky necessarily, but to child's play and the first movie specifically. Mm -hmm. And so this was kind of sidestepping them and like, yeah, we're going to, we're just going to make another one over here. And I don't know they weren't necessarily pleased. So I, I mean, I'm sure there's some creative decisions. Like we don't want to do the same thing as the other ones, but I believe that's why that's why it's Mark Hamill, why it's not Brad Dourif. Mm -hmm. um, but that also kind of makes sense with all the changes at a certain point though. I mean, I guess if you just did a movie, just did this movie, but not call it child's play, it's close enough that maybe you might as well, but also it's different enough to, I don't know. It is. It's, it, it's like a different, it is like a, basically a different movie. The kid's older. The situation is different. He's much more aware and involved kind of in, in everything um, than the original kid. And he's not, it, it's just, it's, it, it is a different movie. It's just not the same you know, premise or whatever. Well, if it's not, if it's not a uh, possession, then I could see it like, like the motivation being different because in the original child's play, the whole point was he was just hiding in a doll and he wanted mm -hmm. out. I was going to mm -hmm. say, what's, what's Chucky going to do if he can't play hide the soul? Because that's his motivation through the first, like four of five of those movies. Right. At least well, one I, through three. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you got to watch the movie to find out his motivations. He's, he's got them, I guess, but I, okay. So the face is creepy. It is creepy. Mm -hmm. It's so weird. 
it's it's like seeing an off brand or a knockoff thing to where it's like that's it's like chucky but that's not chucky it's so Mm -hmm. strange to me Mm. one of the things that i enjoyed because of the whole you know like wi-fi linkedness of it but i it also added to the like creepiness of it is their the eyes of their eyes would like like do the like pulsing light thing that that um a lot of electronics do and i thought that was it, it like it's it adds a creep factor and and it's it kind of uh reminds you the whole time that you know of of the extra layer to it all you know well i was surprised when you said it was good because um, mm-hmm. I, I was surprised that it was good really <laughs> I, I hadn't heard that it was horrible but i just heard why bother because it's essentially the same it's not really i mean it's not it's different i'd watch it i'd say watch it i mean it's not like i said it's not it's not a masterpiece but it's it's decent and po- possibly better than the, the original even i'll i'll say uh, yeah, that's like that's kind of the thing with chi- like all the child's play movies, even the good ones. Mm-hmm. They're not really good. Like none yeah. of them are really good no. movies. They have memories. Well, what stuff. was it? Uh, what was the the one? The Curse of Chucky was pretty good. That's you're right. That's that the one that I'm movie. like, wow, I was shocked. That was like a horror movie. And then at the end, they're like, but it's also still a Chucky movie. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, like, it's like, this is really good. And they were like, what? Yeah. It, yeah. You could do both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's possible. Um, well, cool. Cool. I, I'm going to check it out. I think so too. Uh, this is the only one I haven't seen. So why not? Yeah. I still haven't seen Colt, which I think is the most recent eh. outside of this. I mean, hard to follow up. Uh, curse so right but, I, I mean it was it was fun but hard to follow up curse all right yep so actually mine is a fitting uh mine is a fitting follow-up because um kind of a similar thing happened to the puppet master franchise in that uh the last puppet master movie that that kind of hit mainstream awareness was um puppet master the littlest reich which right. was uh, like a joint effort between, you know, they're not calling it Full Moon. They they called it something else, like a different production company. But essentially, Full Moon still had a piece of it. And then they also allowed Fangoria to have a part of it. Mm. And um, and that movie was pretty good, which is not I, the movie that I saw. <laughs> I, I, I almost watched that one, but I remember you talking about it a while ago on the show. So I was like, I'll try to find something. Yeah, else. and I couldn't remember if I talked about it because I almost talked about that one because I own it and it was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's easy. I have it, right? Um, but so I thought, okay, I'm still going to do Puppet Master, but I'm going to do something I haven't seen. And then I realized there's there's a new one. There's the one that I think we even brought it up on the show, probably in the news, uh, mm-hmm. in tw- June 2020. Uh, the Solo Blade movie came out. And so I watched Blade, the Iron Cross. And so it's a Puppet Master movie, but it stars only Blade, which is arguably the probably the most popular of the puppets. Mm-hmm. But um, I was like, huh, I'm curious about how this will work out. It's only, um, you know, it's only like an hour and 10 minutes long. So that's an easy one to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was premiered directly to Amazon 
I believe. And uh, this is one of the, uh, oh, I've got notes on this. This is under a brand or a banner of movies called, I didn't write down the name of the banner. It's like something 10, like bloody 10 or something. And it's, so it's 10 movies that were produced live in front of an audience so that they could see the entire like process of a movie from start to finish. And they even had like webcams on, uh, on set so that you could see how things were done. And, and so like, that's, it's that piece of it is almost more fascinating than the movie itself. Um, so yeah, uh, this actually takes place, um, in line with their set of prequel movies, which I haven't seen all of, like, I'm not completely caught up on all of the full moon, puppet masters because there's so many of them there's so many of them. how many are there oh i think there's like 12 or or more there's got to be more than 12 i don't know um so i knew it's there's the axis trilogy or it may be more than four if this one counts there's more than four um anyways this takes place and it's it's considered a sequel to that but instead of having all the puppets there it's just blade um but it's got a character that came out in the Axis trilogy, which is set kind of in that that uh, war slash post-war era. So it's set in California in 1945, and uh, it incorporate it has this um, like clair not clairvoyant I don't know um, kind of a psychic well yeah clairvoyant uh, th- she has dreams of the future and, right right so that kind of thing and she's also a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, this is a classic full moon movie. If you've never watched a full moon movie, I I akin it to the heart of a Christopher R. Mim movie, but you should give your money to Christopher R. Mim. <laughs> probably, <laughs> right? probably. I don't know. I mean, like, because these guys are just churning these things out. Uh, so they're doing it a little bit more for money, a lot mm-hmm. bit more for money. Is it? It's got to be better than something like uh, an asylum movie, though, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't okay. know. I don't know. I mean, like the acting, the acting leaves something to be desired, but at the same time, like that's not why you watch these movies. You don't watch it to get like mm-hmm. great acting. You well, know, the, the delivery is like- going to be dialogue. It's or, or, or wooden. It's going to be campy. It's going to be all over the place. Right. Like yeah, even trying to come up with the synopsis for this, like trying to describe what this movie actually is aside from a blade solo project is, um, is difficult at best because basically they take the serum of Toulon, who is the original puppet master the guy who made the puppets. They take just a little bit of the serum and I don't even know how they got the serum. It must've happened in the previous three movies and they inject it into people and uh, just just like a drop and that makes zombies so we have oh. zombies after world war 2 in california making or did i say zombies yeah. uh, uh, okay we've got nazis in california oh. making zombies <laughs> way less cool <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah sorry we've got nazis in california american nazis so like very, the least German Nazis ever, which already is like, oh, American Nazis. Oh, um, 
<laughs> so you've got Nazis in California. They're not even you, authentic. They're knockoffs. No, no. Using <laughs> puppet serum to make zombies. That's what you got in this movie. Okay. Hi, they... Andrew, by the way. And then they're releasing the zombies on. Uh, they're just going to kill people. Like they don't really ever get that far. Like, what's the plan? We're Nazis. We're going to kill people, <laughs> I okay. guess, because we're the master race. So we're just going to kill people. Yeah. They don't even like, they don't even really get into why just like, because we can, because <laughs> we have the serum, because we can make puppets out of people that really aren't even puppets. We really can't control them, but we can like, basically what you, they can do is turn the zombies on. And not in a sexual way. Just uh -huh. like activate them when they want yeah. to. And then, yeah. So <laughs> enter our good guy, good guy, a Nazi puppet that can kill people. Because he's a and, real Nazi. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, I suppose. I, yeah. I mean, he was a real Nazi. Now he's a pup. He's a puppet that's yeah. controlled by um, a Russian that has uh, dreams of the future. I love. I love the body language <laughs> in this picture, and he's like got that face. Yeah, I don't know, man. He's kind of adorable. Well, that's gotta be that's gotta be the puppet um, suit. Like that can't be the pu That's obviously not the puppet. And holy moly, that hook is huge. For those right, of you yeah. who can't see it, like the still that we're looking at is the. It's got to be the live action suit, and uh, man, that hook is huge. That's just a random picture I found there. Yeah. See that looks the, the yeah. hook looks that that's looks proportional right in that picture. Yeah. So though the, like it's intercut, like you get the doll and then you'll get the, uh, the guy in a suit because you know, <laughs> they don't have money for CGI. So mm -hmm. no, they just got like a guy in a suit and then just all that's of a sudden okay, it's just though. like a I real don't... quick cut, just like literally and figuratively real quick cut from the guy in the suit. Didn't they do that though? Kind of in some, even the older ones, they do that a little bit. Oh yeah. They, oh yeah. I'd rather that than a, than bad CGI. I'd rather, right. man, I would so rather bad practical effects than bad CGI. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Random thought. Can you highlight, uh, Andrew's comment? What, what the crud? <laughs> Andrew had said, spoiler, I've never seen a puppet master movie. Don't tell Jesse. He will unfriend me. You are so lucky. I don't even know who Jesse is. <laughs> I'm, I would, I'm totally going to tell that guy whenever I meet him. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it, you know, it was fun. If you like full moon movies, uh, otherwise, you know, you, you have to like the puppet master franchise in order to enjoy this really. But I mean, well, not, it's late. he's kind of the one you come for. I think, you know, they they made this movie so they could appeal to the widest audience possible. It's like, you like puppets? You like you like Nazis? You like zombies? You like clairvoyants? We got it all. No matter. That's true. Yeah. I think when you're like, it's almost required when you're 12 movies deep into a franchise to where you're doing sequels to spinoff series and stuff like you just throw everything you can in there. You just throw it all in there. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, it, like I said, it has kind of that Christopher R. Mim appeal in that, like, at a certain point, I'm just laughing at this thing. But, like, I feel like Christopher R. Mim is, is 
oftentimes like directing you towards things that he did purposely um ridiculous Mm -hmm. or as an homage to the time like Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous because it's of that era this is just like we've got nazis making zombie puppets Mm -hmm. with a death ray tower and there's this whole scene where it's like um we have to the only way to get out of here alive is if we get into the computer and we put a, a wrench on the thing and I'm too big to get in there. <laughs> it's ridiculous to even say aloud. I'm too big to get in there. How are we going to make this happen? You make evil puppets? Is that, is that you the get thing? The, you get the one puppet that we're allowed to use in the movie to climb <laughs> in there and put the wrench on the thing. So that we can save the day. Because he can somehow carry that with a hook and a knife. Right, right. He doesn't even have hands. He doesn't. That's the most ironic thing about a hand puppet. that doesn't have hands. You're right. Now that I look at it, that is totally the, like a person in that suit. Just oh, yeah. look small. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Best job here. ever. Uh, hey, pretend you're really tiny. We gave you an extra sized hook just to make sure you look tiny. There's a new Critters movie. Oh my god! On DVD, this feels like an old. This feels like a news story that came out ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's coming out on DVD, that's like go, we're gonna release on ten year old, you know, media or something. I, I think There's the fact that like, DVDs, Doctor Who still comes out. I think the fact that DVDs are still alive Uh actually enforces the fact that physical medium is dead. It's they're just like the last couple physical things, DVDs and Blu-ray are just still hanging on because like it's that or just stream. Yeah. DVDs, man, that's not even HD, whatever. I'm not going to judge. There's no (laughs) critters movie. All right. That's why it's on DVD. They don't want you to see all the flaws. Oh, interesting. So Andrew said he he did see the new Child's Play movie. He enjoyed it, but it was kind of forgettable. Uh, No, really. Just watched it not that long ago, and I already forgot most of it. Yeah, Melanie talked about it earlier. Okay, well, he said he enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. Jesse, would you recommend this Puppet Master type movie? (laughs) Again, just to full moon fans, people who like the stuff already. So okay. it's it's a really weird um change in quality because literally the last thing I saw from the Puppet Master universe was this Littlest Reich, which had some Fangoria money thrown at it. And right. it was pretty it was pretty good. It was weird, it was different, and I wasn't sure that I liked it, but um just because I was used to the full moon thing for so long, but I was I was willing to give it a shot if they we're going to make more sequels, but I believe that that whole thing fell apart and that's why they're just back to making more of the same. So also, also as far as recommendations go, um, this is like, it was like $7 to rent or $10 to buy, or you can do the full moon streaming service. Hmm. So you might as well buy it or do the full moon, either one. But like, you know, if you're doing the full moon streaming service, you got to have time to watch the other movies. If I had a little more time, I would have just did that. But I bought the thing. <laughs> It'll be uh, fun to rewatch someday. I don't know. 
the new Critters movie, by the way, is called Critters Attack. I'm fascinated to see what a 2019 Critters movie is like. Like the Langoliers. I mean, technically, those are puppets, <laughs> right? Uh, right. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Well, I sp- first, before we get to the news, okay. what are we... Are we really going to do this? Okay. Next week is Halloween week. Mm-hmm. So... And we've been doing this monster of the week every week for yes. like since almost two months now. Yeah. Um, because that's how long a Halloween lasts, if mm-hmm. not longer. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's all going <laughs> to culminate with this final monster <laughs> of right. the week segment next mm-hmm. week. Nicholas Cage. Yes. Are we really going to do Nicholas Cage as the yes. Halloween monster of the week? I'm, yes. I'm, I'm cool with that. I mean, I but also, about, like, I understand we've done Nicolas Cage in the past, but that's why it's so perfect. I Okay, a couple things. One, I might not find any news so that the only thing we could talk about is Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> it's Who a knows? trick we'll and see. a treat. Right. <laughs> and two, I thought about, like, finding a Nicolas Cage movie that corresponds with every Monster of the Week segment we've done. Because you could do most of them, but I don't. it's a little spotty in some places. I'm not yeah. sure about Frankenstein. I know he's done vampire movies. Got to. He's got to have. Uh, yeah, Frankenstein would be tough. Kiss of the Vampire is an insane Nicolas Cage movie. All right. um, and also, that's a lot of movies to cram. So, yeah. I, But yeah. maybe I'll try to find at least a list of movies <laughs> that corresponds with it. Not invisible, but like doppelganger. Well, we already got a doppelganger Cage movie. You got Face Off. Mm-hmm. We got Face Off <laughs> and we got um, Adaptation. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Which I almost did for the evil twin, but that's not. right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anyway, so next week, Nicolas Cage horror movie, maybe whatever, just a Nicolas Cage movie. They can <laughs> I, I most of them know. can be interpreted. He's just the monster of the week. He's the monster of the week. It's yeah. a cage match again. We've already done this, haven't we? <laughs> we have, we have. Yeah, but, but this somehow is, this makes it better. I don't this know. This is the Halloween cage match. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. If do they exist? Is there a Nicolas Cage mask? I want one. Ooh. There has to be. I don't like Nicolas Cage. It looks like a different <laughs> horror monster because like Shatner masks look like um Mike Myers. Mike Myers. So and like a Nicolas Cage mask looks like I don't know. It's like it's oh, just a God. basic Freddy Krueger mask. Because of course you can. You can buy a Nicolas Cage face mask oh oh my god it's probably just him looking crazy on your chin there are a few but look at this one oh oh my god he's not even trying to look crazy and then the search list and then the search list oh man i would scare the kids with that that scares me a little bit yep of course, Con Air, Con Air Cage is over there just like chilling. Wait, wait. On the mask? Yeah. Oh, yep, there he is. Not even anywhere near the nose, but clearly smelling the air. <laughs> <laughs> the most COVID-friendly uh, pose on that mask. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, 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 get, let's move on. Let's go to the news. Yeah. Let's burn through these. Okay. We're gonna burn through the news. <laughs> Moisture hashtag moisturize me. It well, it looks like uh, yeah, it looks like that character from Doctor Who. 
uh, yeah. season would be. Oh, new, season oh, five. right. Yeah. Okay. Yes, human. Yep. That's great. Uh, hey. Hey. R- remember Quibi? What? Hmm. <laughs> I feel like we quibbled with Quibi. Yeah, we we've covered Quibi a few times. I I, I thought we covered them shutting down at least twice. Well, this is the third time, and maybe this one will be the final time. Maybe it's because they won't let podcasters podcast about them. <laughs> yeah, maybe when you're at it, when that's your attitude, if you go after yeah. now, they never came after. Just to clarify, they never came after us or anything, but they had come after. They went after a podcast that was like the Quibi Cast or something like that. But basically, it was a Quibi fan cast, and we're just like Quibi. Nobody knows what you are. You need all the help you can get. Right. But nope. They were too big for that. Maybe maybe help them out rather than slap them with a cease and desist. Right. Um, so, Quibi, if you don't know, because I'm sure a lot of people don't, was a short-form, mobile-focused streaming service. Um, there w- it was in the news a lot because of weird financial troubles and weird like i don't know just decisions and also at one point it was going to be apple only like you could only find it on the app you couldn't watch it on like a smart tv you couldn't Mm -hmm. as far as i know you couldn't get it on your desktop and the app was apple only and then eventually they reversed that um just not long ago i've (laughs) just not long ago i've seen ads for quibi series and i thought initially it was supposed to be like comedy stuff but i seen like ads for drama shows and stuff with notable actors you know so like they spent some money but i don't know whatever basically it was hollywood's like this is hollywood's youtube on like regular youtube which is also hollywood's youtube at this point um i don't know whatever it's not it's it they're closing down though like apparently finally closing down it only six months very short (laughs) didn't last very long wow it seems like they've been around a lot longer than that but that's just because it's covid era and everything feels like it's longer than it is right yeah well maybe like some of the earlier stories we did weren't like maybe they weren't actually launched yet Mm -hmm. but apparently they were only in service like six months it suck. It really sucks if you try to launch a product that's already having controversy. I don't know how you expect it to do well. Well, and and another thing is like, it was not a free streaming service. Mm. It was short form content, mobile phone only, and they had two plans. David Lynch would hate this. Yes, four dollars and ninety nine cents a month with ads, or seven ninety nine ad free. Hmm. Well, good riddance. <laughs> we never watch a single one of your shows, Quibi, and we're we're proud of that. Mm-hmm. We're good. I, it just seemed like a flawed concept. Yeah, it seemed like a flawed concept, and and I feel like also the name didn't help because it's too internet cute, Quibi. Yeah. It's too. It's it's like you hear it and you're just like. Whatever it is, it's trying too hard. <laughs> Let's all watch some Quibi. Mm-hmm. Biden is talking about having the Quibi CEO in his cabinet. <laughs> well, wow. Hmm. Good business since that guy. <laughs> Solid, pick. <laughs> Solid pick there, Biden. 
Well, what else we got? Uncharted. So Uncharted, Melanie, is a video game. Oh. Do you know Uncharted? No, I do not. I've never played it because it's PlayStation PlayStation only. It's always been PlayStation only. I have not had a PlayStation since the first one. So I've never played an Uncharted game, but it's basically Indiana Jones. I was going to say it's basically like Tomb Raider, but with a man. But that is literally Tomb Raider was Indiana Jones, but they made it a woman because. Yeah. Because. Um, I think I have a PlayStation within arm's reach. PSX? You going old school? PS? Oh, yeah. It's PS1. Proper sure. PS1? Yeah, yeah. Well, it won't be a proper PS1. It'll be the PS1 that came out. The smaller. The, yeah. And, it's like the, the and I got, I even got the flip-up uh, screen, so I could just take it places, Ooh, but it's not mobile. truly more mobile. You still like needed to be able to plug it in. Move over, Switch. <laughs> You're right. Get <laughs> out the PS1. <laughs> Savannah says she has a PS4. So yeah. Uncharted, they're like adventure, action-adventure games, but like it, from what I understand, they've always had a strong focus on cinematic. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. In reach. And then it had the screen that you had to like plug in. But every other part of it is your classic. I've even got Nam- Namco Museum inside there because that's what you play on a really small screen. <laughs> so you play in an older yeah. system, a collection of really <laughs> old games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I dig dug on my playstation it's cool guys i'm cool mm-hmm. people who are cool don't have to say they're cool out loud also <laughs> so uh anyway uncharted it's it's whatever it's a very popular game uh, it's had a strong focus on cinematics and very like cinematic style gameplay um Dude, these comments are amazing. Matty D, hi Matt, by the way, says mind blown uncharted Tomb Raider Indian Inception. Mm-hmm. Indian Inception. <laughs> so they've been trying to make an uncharted movie for a long time. It's it's been in the works many times, and for whatever one reason or another, I don't know why it's never gotten off the ground. And a big thing is the main character of as far as I know, most of the uncharted games is this Nathan Drake who like all modern video game characters is voiced by uh, Nolan, Nolan North. I was about to say Nolan West, Nolan, some direction (laughs) video games. Um, So the whole thing is like, who's going to play Nolan or Nathan Drake or whatever his name is. Plot twist. It's Chris Nolan. (laughs) Christopher Nolan is going to play it. Yeah. He's not going to direct it. It's beneath him, but he's going to no. be the actor. No, apparently it looks like it's going to be Spider-Man. <laughs> it's going to be Spider-Man. <laughs> it's you some Spider-Mans in your movie. Yeah, so it's going to be Tom Tom Holland. Okay. Um, Nolan North. Thank you, Paul. Uh, yeah, Tom Holland. Uh, there's a picture of him looking all Nathan Drakey. The, the idea of this movie, because it's so you so you're making Indiana Jones, <laughs> but it's not right. Like it's Indiana, but it's not. But uh, you know what? I've never played it. Um, apparently, Mark Wahlberg will also be in this. Oh, and... then you know it's going to be good, huh? Yeah, because Mark Wahlberg have some good vibrations. Because Mark vibes. Wahlberg in video game movies, there's a good history there. Max, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. How do you 
how do you mess up Max Payne? You get Mark Wahlberg. That movie was <laughs> awful. <laughs> it was awful. That's a disappointment. Yeah. How old is that movie? I'm still upset. Um, I don't. Okay. That, you want to talk about a movie that's like not memorable? I don't know what that movie was about. Couldn't tell you. Angels, maybe. Exactly. You know what the game's not about? Angels. Exactly. It's one of those things where it was when. Hopefully, they've Hollywood has grown out of this. It's one of those things where because it was based on a video game, they're like, well, it's got to have supernatural stuff, right? No, no, the game didn't. Why are you putting supernatural <laughs> stuff in reg- stuff that only Resident Evil? It's a heavy, tongue-in-cheek, over-the-top, actiony film noir. That's your movie. How do you mess that up? It's film noir with the Matrix. Yeah. It's bullet time. That's all you need. I can't even blame Mark Wahlberg, but he is he is subject to some poor timing here. Paul says, "How do you mess up Hitman?" I've never watched it. I haven't. I haven't either. I just was like, they won't get that right. I assumed it was bad. Yeah. Also, I'll just watch somebody play Hitman. Uh, Jesse, I'm gonna let you take this next one because this is this is more in your wheelhouse. I actually don't know a lot about Static Shock. I know the character, oh, but I mean, this is kind of a nothing. Um, it's really kind of a nothing news article, but it is comic book related. So anyways, this article comes from variety variety.com and uh, Michael B. Jordan, which you may have known him from a couple of comic book related things like the black Panther. Um, also, he happened to play the human torch in a movie. He probably wants you to forget that, but I'm not going to let you um, anyways. He is set to produce Static Shock, the movie. Now, if you don't remember Static Shock, Static Shock was uh, was a DC property that came out for an animated series. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, it came out after came out after Batman the Animated Series, and I believe that it had a crossover with Batman Beyond even at one point. So I think it was set maybe in the future. Um, so clearly, I don't know a whole lot about stack shock, but I am still pretty excited about this because yeah, why not do this movie? And, uh, Michael B. Jordan attached to it. I feel like that'll give it some credibility. So uh, that's essentially it. Uh, he's attached to it. They want to make it. That's basically all there is to it. It's it's literally like a five paragraph article here. So, right. Static shock is one of those things where, yeah, I'm not super familiar with like, I know people, it, it got a following, the series anyway, they, like the animated series. I know it got a following. People loved it because every time it would be replayed somewhere and then canceled or whatever, people would get upset. And it's also like Uncharted, one of those properties that I've come across news stories over and over again. It seems like for years at this point of like a new Static Shock TV show in the works, a new movie in the works. It's going to happen right. and people are excited and then it just doesn't happen. So it's one of those things. So, but if this has like, yeah, I mean, this is good. It's got a name attached to it. And uh, this, it, this was okay. And this was unveiled at August's DC August. Was this fandom? Yeah. DC's fandom thing. So they just okay. keep that fandom that never ended. Did it? They just keep doing it. <laughs> um, so oh, like, that's, I suppose that's like official, like, Hey, information from the actual company itself. Mm-hmm. So 
Oh man, I forgot. Uh, I forgot that he's Creed. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, a lot of people I think would. Well, no, more people would probably know him from Black Panther, but I, I would think. But yeah, Creed would be like just below that. So same time as the super as Superman the animated series, Adult Static crossed over with Young Terry. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought so. I thought there was a crossover at some point. Maddie and that may have actually happened during Justice League Unlimited. I believe that was actually an episode of that. But So we're looking around the 2000s, the aughts. Uh, Maddie D said, now is the time for Static Shock, especially with Milestone imprint coming back to DC. I'm so out of, I'm so out of the loop on all comic book everything. Um, okay. Next. What we got? You know what we got. You know. Is this all? Okay, Quibi shutting down is not. But this is other. So I basically, uh, slight spoilers on the stories we've got. We've got two stories on streaming services and then a bunch of stuff on movie versions or remakes. It's all remake and reboot news, as usual. Uh, Battlestar Galactica. You guys love that. (laughs) All right. Quite a following. Apparently there's going to be a movie. Oh, uh, so of which version I'm one? assuming it's the sci-fi show, unless it's a brand new version. I'm, like uh, I'm thinking brand new. Okay. No, I'm thinking brand new. So, um, I'm getting this from cinema blend. I'm not sure where it was broke, but Oh, the Hollywood reporter. Of course, most, most news comes from there and Instagram uh, and Twitter. Oh, right. And Twitter. So Simon Kinberg will write and produce the Battlestar Galactica movie. And rather than work off of a pre-existing script, he'll, he'll be tackling the story quote unquote from the ground up. He'll work aside, work alongside producer Dylan Clark, who has been attached to the battle Battlestar Galactica movie for many years. Um, so the headline was the Battlestar Galactica movie is back on with some, X-Men talent. The co-writer of the best movies. Not, <laughs> not the best movies at all. Uh, so Kinberg co-wrote, hold on, let's get to this. The Last Stand, uh, Days of Future Past, and Apocalypse. And he also directed Dark Phoenix. Like the whole franchise as a whole, that's very hit or miss. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever. What, what can you do? That's X-Men. But uh, yeah, so he said, quote, Battlestar Galactica is one of the holy grails in science fiction. And I couldn't be more excited about bringing something new to the franchise. So so I'm guessing, yeah, not like a continuation of the sci-fi series or the original 70s series that ran for one season. Um, While honoring what made it so iconic and enduring, I'm so grateful that Dylan and my partners at Universal have trusted me with this incredible universe, end quote. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, this is another one where two years ago, apparently it was reported that somebody else had been hired to rewrite the movie. <laughs> now they're just like, nah, we're just going to give it to somebody else. So they're going to write it from start over. How many movies do you think in a normal year just get stuck in that pre-production hell where it's just that cycle? You know, I... I I feel like there's probably 10 versions of every. You only notice it now because there's nothing being produced now. 
Right, right. Mm-hmm. Hey, you guys like the Adams family? Oh, yeah, Well, they're creepy and they're kooky. If there were to be a live action TV series, a modern live action TV series, hey, this is some Maddie D 60s reboot news right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, he's leaving. <laughs> he's got to put his kids to bed. Oh, well, hey, bye. <laughs> um who would you want to have their hands in this Mm. is that a puppet reference (laughs) no but i guess it could be dude i would love for a puppet like get jim henson company to do a a live action live action puppet uh yeah you get i'd be way more interested in that (laughs) than whatever that cg movie was i never seen it it might be okay I, I heard it was good. Style. I hated I the art style. It looked repugnant to me. <laughs> repugnant. Oh, pugnant like Pugsley. Yep. Okay, I'll stop dragging this out. Adam's Family live action TV series from Tim Burton heats up TV marketplace, says Ooh. deadline.com. Oh, I like that headline. Saucy. Yeah. Tim Burton <laughs> on a series, though, huh? Tim Burton on a series. This will actually be like the first one. That I, I was or the first major live action TV series he's ever really, he would be involved in if this happens. And apparently he, now this is according to deadline.com insiders or whatever their sources. So maybe Paul, I assume Paul's (laughs) everyone's source. (laughs) I have nothing to back that up. Um, He's looking to develop a new series focused on the, okay, blah, blah, blah. He's negotiating to executive produce and possibly direct all episodes of the new take on the franchise. And that's, that's kind of the thing, a new take on the franchise. So it, it sounds like the idea they're throwing around right now is, um, takes place in modern day and the main character, there's going to be a main character who will be Wednesday. Like she would be the focus character. Yeah. Like huh. an adult Wednesday. Not necessarily. Like Christina Ricci. Oh, <gasps> No, I don't. Oh. Think well, then so. I would watch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, that'd be okay. So working. Who? Shinrichi. Yeah, uh, I think every once in a while she does some weird indie movie. That's right. right. Um, I mean, this is cool. Like, there is a time. I'm so. I don't know what happened with Tim Burton. Not Tim Burton, but I'm so. Yes, you know what happened. I know what happened. Disney happened. Oh, okay. That's not what I was going to say. Any issues with Big Fish? Oh, that could be too. What were you going to say, Melanie? Um, never mind. It's not nice. I'm not going to talk about it. Let's go. Okay. No, I should. All of his Disney movies are abysmal. They're pretty bad. Yeah. And I was, and I would say, like, my initial reaction is like, man, he sounds like he would be perfect at a different point in time. He does sound like the perfect person to have to be involved in an Adams family, modern Adams family show or anything. But then I'm like, but what's that dark shadows wasn't mm-hmm. great. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. Like right. Tim Burton doing a dark shadows movie should have been an easy, like perfect thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, maybe we just need to convince him not to use Johnny Depp. And <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Carter, And then, uh, and then it might be okay. Okay. Well, I've, we I should be excited about 
that possibility. But Melanie and I were talking about this not long ago. I don't think there's been I don't think there's been a Tim Burton movie that I really liked since before Sleepy Hollow. And that was that was in the nineties still. Yeah. Yeah. There's been ones that have been like Dark Shadows was okay. Like there's been ones that have been okay, but nothing sure. that I've really like I don't know, man. Like when did the big fish come out? Because like I did like later. that movie, but like so this is, I'm just totally robbing uh, Christopher R. Mims theory that uh, that's basically what it is. Like, you know, art is pain a little bit and, and Tim Burton had daddy issues. And so he made big fish to work out those issues. And after that, he was kind of good, except his movies weren't. Mm-hmm. It, it feels to the older movies had the Tim Burton aesthetic all of his right. movies have the Tim Burton aesthetic, but at a certain point it felt totally fake and mm. went on. It's like, yeah. and the stories it's like, well, this could be anything. It's just, you put a plastic Tim Burton sheen on it. Mm. Mm. So big fish came out in 2003. So that's right around the time we're talking about here. When did Mars attacks come out? Cause I didn't particularly care for that. I know a lot of people, Mars Attacks came out in 96. Sleepy Hollow came out in 99. Planet of the Apes. Yeah. See, Planet of the Apes, I was done. I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I gave gave him another shot with Big Fish, and that was all right. And then I went to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I was like, oh, no. How do you mess that up? I hate that movie. It's awful. I hate it. It's awful. I mean, it's probably closer to the book, but it's not good. I can't imagine how it is either. And I read Charlie and the Chocolate Factory way back in the day. All right, I'm gonna speed through this next news story because it's not that interesting. And we've there's there we've got a we've saved the best for almost last. Okay. I hate autoplay videos. CNN. This is why I don't go to real news sites for my news. Your freaking autoplay. Uh, but this is from CNN Business. This is real news. Ooh, that's the kind of news that deals in facts, right? The opposite of fake. (laughs) (laughs) HBO Max has added 8.6 million U.S. subscribers. Um, Basically, it's just news about HBO Max. Uh, Also, this is just... These companies are out of control because... This article has to specify AT&T, which owns CNN parent company Warner Media and the fledgling streaming platform, said Thursday. It's just a chain of companies that it's all one company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, but basically, since its launch, HBO Max has reached a total of 8.6 million Activisions, Activisions or Activations. Activ- basically like new accounts or whatever yeah Yeah. more or less specific to hbo max which apparently is much higher than they had like anticipated Mm -hmm. or projected yeah and so they're doing good they're doing gangbusters Mm -hmm. um and it brings their total customers hbo and hbo max customers to 38 million Mm -hmm. oh that's what that's enough to surpass hbo's end year-end target um now a lot of it's a lot of those 
HBO Max customers, though, aren't really new customers. I I believe it said I can't find it here. Oh, here we go. It's actually the actual new customers is less than two million, which is still mm-hmm. less than two million customers, but less than two million, which means like a lot of that eight point six million activations um, came from existing HBO Now or just HBO Cable customers. Uh-huh. But I mean, you know, yeah. it's still growth and maintaining. So HBO Max apparently is doing good. I it's one of those like I'm getting to the point with some of them where I'm like, oh yeah, I have that. Maybe I should try to watch something on there. Yeah. So HBO Max, there's I always knew this would be the case with any HBO streaming service that I had, because it was the same with HBO Now or whatever it was. Um yeah. there's like a show that we're watching at the time. Yeah. Right now it's pretty good about cycling it just to, to where you're about to drop them. They drop that new show and you're like, yeah. oh, crud, I can't let go now because that's coming out in a month. Yeah. Right. right. Um, Paul says it'll do better when it hits Roku. Oh, that's right. And that's not even include. Yeah. That's not even considering the, like the fact that it's not available on Roku and they've had that trouble with Amazon. So yeah, interesting. Okay. Well, interesting to me for some reason. Our energy level, it, it's about to ramp up. Okay, I know oh. it's pretty low, guys. Oh, man. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's about, we're about to set this off. Let's do it. Is that the Joker laugh? It's Snyder Watch. Yeah. You know it had to happen. And here's the big news. Everybody's favorite Joker's back. Look. <laughs> what is what is happening here? <laughs> this is what happens when, when this is what happens when Snyder Watch happens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is our favorite Joker. It's time. So <laughs> here's a story. There's a big breaking story. Jared Leto to play Joker in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Except here's the thing. I thought this movie was shot already. Yeah. This, I think this kind of, uh, anyone who's paying attention to such a thing, oh, it, it just kind of blows, I, I don't know, this blew my mind, because I'm like, wait. And it's like Paul said here just a moment ago, further proof, this cut never existed. No. Mm-hmm. How are they announcing, like, basically new casting or mm-hmm. casting announcements for the reshoots when the movie was done. Right. Release it. It's it's weird. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what? there's nothing to say. Jared Leto's going to be, has joined in the shooting of additional footage for the Snyder Cut. Um, now, I mean, it's... You know what this is going to be. It's basically going to be an extended after credit scene. Mm-hmm. Basically going to take that Deathstroke thing and add all the other villains to it. And that's it. You know what it's oh. all it also means? It's going to suck. Yeah. So I didn't think about the, you're right. No, I, because what was it last week? There, it was announced that what's his name who played 
you know, Deathstroke was going to be in it in the post credit scene that, that was right. actually in the theatrical cut. And mm-hmm. we're like, what a non-story. Mm-hmm. So that scene that was in the movie already is going to be in the movie. Great. Yeah. But this, so they're, they're, I'm guessing, yeah, I think you're right. There's going to be more of that scene. The mm-hmm. Snyder Legion of Doom. Or maybe like Warner Brothers. Credit, but I basically think they're just going to have all these people standing together like mean mugging or maybe have a shot of them all together at a table and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how much could, could they possibly need to shoot? And they only have so many millions. So (laughs) he's only got so many millions for these reshoots. Yeah. They're only going to have like the $38 million to, I mean, they had to get Leto all the way. I mean, like he was way out there. He was 30 seconds from Mars. So he had to come back when he was that close to Mars. So that's that's at least a million, right? Damaged. He was gonna have the Joker in this, like the and this is the this is the problem. This is the problem with Batman v Superman. It's the gonna it this was gonna be the same thing, but so much worse. He crammed so much crap in there that it just ended up a convoluted mess. I I've watched both the theatrical cut and the whatever extended version of Batman v Superman. Yeah, it's better because it flushes out some of the like ridiculous little subplots. It was still a huge oh, convoluted yeah. mess. <sighs> you shouldn't need another half hour to make the movie passable. Mm-hmm. I almost wonder if like for Warner Brothers, this is like pilot 2.0 like if this does well maybe we could maybe we'll relaunch maybe we'll continue (laughs) yeah maybe we'll make the sequel i mean because why else do you throw a bunch of these guys in there just for face value it's a value oh god it's a lot of money you know it's a lot i mean you know they all demand a ton of money you know they do they're all huge actors Right, and the one that get them to come in for the day to do that little bit, right? right. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure with uh, Corona, like I'm sure shooting is not any cheaper, you know. So uh, no, probably more expensive. You're like, yeah. Well, you know, it's dangerous. So, huh? Okay. I mean, I, they're like in if they're like in Toronto. So I know this because I listened to the Michael Rosenbaum podcast here and there, and he had Jensen Eccles and Jared Padalecki on there for small, uh, it was not Smallville, Supernatural. Uh, and they wrapped up. But the way that they're do, handling production is that once you get to Canada, because that's where they film Supernatural, you quarantine for like 14 days. So if they're filming anywhere else, like, you know, someplace normal like Toronto, you're going to quarantine. So that's time spent too. I was reading somewhere and maybe Melanie, I don't know. This seems like something maybe you shared with me, but I was reading somewhere that like, or maybe I just seen it on Twitter. I don't know that a lot of like TV show and movie productions that are going on. They test every day. They test their people every day. And the, the point of the post was like, and if you're a nurse or a doctor, you'll be hard pressed to get a test unless you're showing extreme symptoms. So oh, it's yeah. just like the idea of whatever, whatever there was a comment there, but right. it, I mean, testing them every day oh, and going through those product, those precautions that can't be cheap. No. Um, I mean, what else are they going to spend their money on this year though? 
<laughs> like we got to do something. <laughs> Cavill doesn't have a mustache, so. <laughs> it's, it's so strange. Oh, this was a story I'd meant to save, and I didn't. But it was basically there. It was such a non-story, but it was basically like Netflix is looking for a project for Henry Cavill. <laughs> it's a weird story. That's and a also, weird story. How does that get out as a story? Maybe it's like Netflix is throwing out like, "Hey, Henry, give us yeah. something. We ain't got nothing for him, but we want to keep him." That's yeah. what it felt like, and it felt desperate, but it also felt like, "Oh, well, Henry can't get something. Can't get his own thing." Oh, yeah, <laughs> um. All right. Do we want to talk about this trailer? <laughs> uh, the only reason I asked is because we kind of nodded to all those movies last week. And right. we talked about Sharknado. So how do you follow up Sharknado? But to watch a trailer for a movie called Arachnado. Oh, yeah. God, it's a spider tornado. Arachnado. That actually it works a little bit better than Sharknado, in my opinion. But yeah. In the trailer, there's a spider in a tornado that gets struck by lightning. Cutting mm-hmm. edge. So those effects. Incredible. Oh man, yeah, those effects. <laughs> it looked like a real spider. Mm. <laughs> and a tornado. And know, a real tornado. Yeah, it really did. I think uh, it, realistically, I would not be afraid of a shark tornado. But I would be terrified of a spider tornado. I mean, I mean, how many sharks can fit in a short shark tornado? And they're all gonna like hit the ground and just die. Shark, like spiders, can fly a little bit, you know. With their, they just like release their You're silk right. and, and float from it. That that's that's a horribly terrifying thing right there. Because think it's not real. More plausible by far. Ooh. Wow. So Jesse found this trailer. <laughs> I've not heard of this. 2020 man you know you know it's slow at the movie it's slow in the entertainment industry because there are a whole bunch of news stories about this trailer this looks so cheap this looks so made during the pandemic this was made during the shutdown this is one of those movies oh right okay okay yeah wow i mean the acting the the tornado can you imagine how big a spider has to be to take a point blank shot from a lightning bolt. That's, yep. that's a spider. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a spider of the gods. I don't know. I know it's exciting though. From SCS Entertainment. Okay, I don't know them. I don't even know who that is. Directed by Dustin Ferguson and stars Mel Novak, Bruce Lee's Game of Death. Mm-hmm. Deborah Dutch, Hard to Die. Brink mm-hmm. Stevens, Slumber Party Massacre. Some of these are actual movies. And Sean C. Phillips, Ghost Shark. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't have wrote that better. Some of these are actual movies. And then Ghost Shark. Oh, I love this tagline. Eight legs, 80 miles per hour. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, Oh. So how long before the show is just us reviewing these movies? (laughs) I love the premise of this because what do you do to get away from a tornado? You go into the basement. What lives in the basement? Oh my God. Spiders. 
You're like, you just put more thought into it than they did. (laughs) Oh, man. I bet you there's some untapped potential there. Come on. Slumber Party Massacre is a real movie. It has music and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the one with the guy with the guitar? Am I thinking the right one? Yeah, it's the one with the guy with the kill with the drill guitar. It's ridiculous. <laughs> wow. But it's a movie. Uh anyway. Hey Melanie. Yeah. What should we be amazed about? Okay. Ara- by the way, Iraq NATO it looks I'm I was having it. flashbacks <laughs> to invasion of the pod people. It does look slightly higher quality, but even in the trailer, I'm like that sound it's there's there's like it's got little clips of scenes where they're talking it's like huh yeah no you're what? right you're right exactly there's like, in the trailer it's like come on you can't even get a good mix for the trailer it's so lazy you could fix that in post you could fix it, it doesn't yeah. have to be that way they go to pot.com and ready help you out with that i i could i could make it better i know you could um oh, sorry so, yeah what you can be amazed by. Uh, I'm actually going to do two because one is actually, I think, you know, pretty important. There was actually a lot of good stories this time, but one's kind of important. And then one I have to. So the first one is that uh, scientists have created a Trojan horse that sneaks anti-cancer nanoparticles into cancer cells and causes them to self-destruct without any drugs. Um, They basically, they take this uh, nano particle um and then they coat it in uh i don't know they coat they coat it in something that um that cancer cells need to be able to grow in the first place so they will absorb it but then once they once they absorb that outer layer then then the uh, the nanobots bust out like ah we wreck up the place and destroy it um and they've used it in like petri dishes on human cells and then they used it in animals but now they're going to move to human trials what happens to the nanobots after they're done that's always my question with nanobots it'll be back um have you ever seen that one movie with uh, johnny depp um yes <laughs> that, uh, that movie what is Tim Burton directed it right <laughs> no. <laughs> no um i can't remember what it's called it's like tr- transcendental or something or i don't know transcendence transcendence okay where basically he turns into an AI type a, thing. A nano cloud. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Um, okay. So there's that, which is, I think is awesome. And I hope that that yeah. works. Um, well, we you know it kind of know it does, but you know, I hope it continues to go. Well. Um, and then the other one I, I had to talk about engineers created a plasma powered lightsaber that can cut metal. Um, they used let's see wait what's the handle made of it's it's a laminar flow of compressed liquid propane gas which burns at 4000 degrees fahrenheit they had to use laminar nozzles uh, which allow an extremely concentrated flow of, of gas to escape creating a, a beam of plasma uh, each nozzle costs about four thousand dollars they're usually used in the glass blowing industry but the only bad part is it has to be Right now, it still has to be connected to like a power pack. So there's lightsaber, but then it's got like a, a cord or whatever running to, oh. um, a, like a backpack. It's, so like, it's, it's almost like it's a, it's almost like, it's like a, Ghostbusters um, meets. That's what yeah. I was gonna say. 
Yeah. So, but still, regardless, that's freaking awesome. We have lightsabers. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's an actual plasma beam that you can hold like a sword and cut stuff. That's awesome. That's pretty rad. Yeah. Does it cut fast? I, I don't. I don't know. I didn't watch the video or anything, but hmm. um, there is video of it on YouTube. I just had like this mental image of the metal, the metal <laughs> handle melting because it's plasma. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. oh, what do I hold on to now? It, it, in the picture, it does kind of look like there's little prongs of it that stick out that turn, but they look like they're about to melt off, kind of. But Ooh. you know, I mean, the nozzles are four thousand dollars. You're paying four thousand dollars for them. They better work. Right. So, future is here almost. And that's like a Mark Hamill nod right there. So, we're Mm. coming full circle. Yes. You could use it to fend off attacks of AI, Johnny Depp, Chucky dolls. Yeah. Yeah. At least until Google Home takes over your lightsaber. (laughs) It's a very good point. Yeah. Um, All right. Let me think. I got nothing. I got nothing. Yeah, we did so, everything tonight. Like we, we did, did all the things. What we watched. We talked about puppets. I I actually had a puppet on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we t- we had a Snyder watch. We did news. We were amazed by mm-hmm. science. Yep. We didn't have to watch the debate. She blinded me with science. With science. <laughs> uh, I think that means yeah. we're done. Right, I think yeah. we're done. Um, yeah, so hey, check out Movie Guys podcast tomorrow. Uh, like I said, electronicmediacollective.com. I've been so slow to get any episodes posted up there, um, as Paul knows, because he's promoting a new bull spit tomorrow. I'll try to get that up. I got to see week. Paul in person uh, this last weekend, and oh he's still alive. I'm still alive. And we were both out in the midst of a pandemic during, uh, you know, severe risk, which was a terrible idea now in hindsight. It was, I was like, what, wait, where's this? Wow. Yeah. This is not. Yeah, a, no, I didn't realize way. how bad it was. You guys are like, you're in the thick of it, man. I didn't realize that this, the risk dial was that high for you. Mm. Oh, yeah. right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Um, Come back next week, guys, for the monster of the week, the most monstrous monster, the most Halloween of monsters, Nicolas Cage. I'm super excited for it. He's a human. He's a human. The worst monster. Normal human being. Yeah. He's a real human being. (laughs) You guys had to go drive here. I always have to go drive. Uh, It's been a while. I need to watch it. All right. Bye, everybody. Have a good weekend. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening in the future. Grogspodcast.com. What? Nope. Yep. (laughs) 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 Thank you for listening to Grolix Nights, our special weekly live Grolix podcast series. If you've been enjoying this, be sure to check out grolixpodcast.com slash live to find out where and when to listen to the next live episode. Currently, Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on Facebook.com slash Podcast.
good weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I switched my schedule completely, like flip flopped it. So it is like my late night now, as opposed to the last couple of weeks where it was like maybe noon on my personal clock. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> so I'm I'm not here. Mm-hmm. I checked out. <laughs> now you know how we feel every time. 